episode 62 of the Millie Goats, the DraftKings Destiny, September 13th, 2023. Happy National Peanut Day. Not Peanut Tillman. Well, maybe. So, I don't know. But we have been off. We have been all over the map the last, like, week or so. Hey, we've been worldwide Millie Goats. That's what I'm saying. And we're still all over the map. Tex and Butch P out of town. Tex actually finally in Texas for the first time in his life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you noticed. I, I haven't, Go I haven't ahead. heard a single Texas is back text yet. I was about to say that, Dylan. You know, AK went to Texas. He said Texas is not back. Butch had a layover in Texas. He said Texas is not back. Texas is in Texas, and we haven't heard Texas is back. Mm. It so is it must not be back. Well, here's no. Here's what's going to happen. Butch and I were both down there. Texas won. If Texas loses this weekend, hmm. is oh. Texas Texas's kryptonite? That's the question. I mean, I'm just saying, right? Hmm. Hmm. I can't go to Texas every weekend. Texas has a big game, so. Anyway, game big. It just means more now. Not yet. So, big crosshair on them. So we're trying to win the Millie, like we are every time we record the show. This time it was football time, and I have to ask everybody: Did anyone win the Millie? I did not, <laughs> but we did have a show on Sunday, and I was ready to go all in on it. So I'm gonna have to go a little in on it right now. The Millie lineup that won Thursday night, I had five of six players. Oh, from the from the Kansas City and Detroit. Yeah, game. the showdown. I had five of six players. The one player I missed on is I played Sky Moore as my captain. And as a captain, he got point three points. So my first how dare you is how, how dare you to Wait Sky Moore. Point three? Yes. Point three yes. points as a captain. Good thing they doubled it. <laughs> yeah, so if I would have played anybody else, I, and because of that, I didn't even cash. I had five of the six guys in the oh million lineup, and I didn't even cash it's because he got point three as a captain. If that's not DraftKings right there, that's not, I mean, come on. What's not DraftKings is I sent out a tweet, and we were talking in the group message. I said, watch, I said, what it was early in the day. I said, watch this. CEH is going to go for two touchdowns. And I'll be dad blamed if CEH didn't trot out on the field for the first series for the Chiefs <laughs> after I went in on like a huge McKinnon. Like McKinnon's the guy. I got a feeling Kelsey is out. He's going to fill the void, you know, in between the hashes, be the, the quick outlet guy for Mahomes, da 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 da. And I was just like, you have got to be kidding me with CEH out on the field right now. The thing for me too was like that morning, Thursday morning, I looked. I was like, just let me look over this again. And I was looking through the lineups, and I saw Rice. And, like, oh, Raji. I was like, I said, yeah, why, nah, is, was... why, why is Rice priced higher than Sky Moore and a couple other guys? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've never heard of this guy, though. Like, there's no way. I was like, I'm going to trust Sky Moore because he scored in the Super Bowl. Like, they're going to play off of that. And, I mean, he had the targets. I mean, he had hands like bricks, like Tony. But I was yeah, Tony. I captained Tony in two of my lineups. Oh, 
Oh, I, I, I sent the screenshot. I finished 35th out of 35. <laughs> yes. Tony had more looked, drops in that game than Larry Fitzgerald had in his whole career. Oh, dude, so bad. And then he deleted his Instagram, but then reactivated it to troll the Giants when they got blown out by 40. Yeah, that's a new thing now is deleting Instagram. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, we got we got a lot, a lot to get to because we didn't do a Sunday show. So we're going to briefly kind of go over the games and uh, some of our I don't think we're actually going to go over the lineups because we other than Dylan went 35, 35. We're going to look more toward this week's lineups. Just know we didn't win the melee. If we won the melee, trust me, you would know. Yeah. Um, I bet y'all but, thought we did because we didn't do a show on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> no, we would have. We would have figured. We would have found out a way to do that. Um, I did. Yeah. I did cash. What was what was y'all's house point? I, I did want to cover that. What was the house point for the week? For the week? I, well, for the Sunday my melee. My melee lineup was my highest, but I didn't put that in the. Um. Wotomaker. If I'd have put that in Wotomaker, mm. I would have won the Wotomaker. Let me see. Uh, I did 159.52 was my high. Ooh, that won mm. you some Skrillas. Yeah, I want. I cashed in the. I cashed in the Millie. Pretty good. Mine was in the. Uh, mine was one forty two point five four. That was the old Baker Mayfield right there, buddy. Yeah, I had Baker Mayfield went, too. Went up into Minnesota. But I took Butch's advice and I played Mims. He was a and I Godwin. I put Godwin over Evans. But Tyreek Hill, I mean, he went off. And I had Tyreek Hill and Eckler in that lineup and Zay Flowers. So those were my Fire Flames guys. Hey, we did call it two two Atwell. Yeah. Nah, I had a, a one sixty three in the Millie. So that mm. that cashed pretty good. That that brought me even for the week. But nice. I had McCaffrey, Ridley. And Aaron Jones mm. and Ooh. Kirk Cousins, who despite three turnovers, still threw for like three hundred and forty plus yards. You're gonna get that <laughs> from him, Kirk. Kirk revivalist. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to revive. <laughs> this this is the makeup time. This, this will stop all the naysayers if we can go in Thursday night. Oh man, yes, yeah, that's yeah, that's the game, not the one you were supposed to win by like thirty. Uh, hey, we're gonna time, Kirk. Y'all are gonna have your platform, guys. Everybody knows. Dylon's a obviously you can tell big time skull, big times the uh what did what did text call you the skull, the registrar of skull. That's registrar skull, yeah. And uh, trying to get people to get on the wagon because here in a few months, uh, there's not gonna be room. It's gonna be too late. So I'm I'm registering them in. Javis, a an avid Bills fan, lifelong Bills fan, and myself, as you could see. Hey, Number one team of the power rankings. There's nothing y'all can say. I'm not even going to have to say anything until y'all are done. So we're going to let them have the floor to explain their team's disaster here in just a minute. But there's two things I want to get to before we get to anything else. This is a football show. We're football guys. Number one, biggest story in football. Leave. Sam Martin alone. He was trying to strip the ball. Dude, I'm getting into that. That's my that's my tail lines. No, that's we my tail lines. Put on Twitter. Don't give me that. Look, right there. That's not a Danny Dimes jersey. <laughs> people Look, kinda, we, people we, don't know ball. We got exactly. You could clearly tell in that slow motion thing 
at film. He made a swipe at the ball, and that dude was carrying. I mean, he was carrying that ball thing moves. out there. I mean, he was waving him around like the bingo people at the he, at the retirement had, home. If he had any help from his cover team, that guy trips. That ball's moving. That's a fumble. That's a fumble, and he saves the game. So yeah, get off his back. He had a great game. Other than that, we're not going to stand for the slander that's being thrown around all the social medias. He was trying to make a play there. He was trying to win the game. So you want to talk about that? Go somewhere else. Not on this show. No. Not up in here. Anything else to add to that? No, I mean, I was going to touch on it as my tail lines because, like I said, people just don't know ball. Like, if you look at this man's contract, this is a smart play by him because if you look at his contract, he he has in there, you know, a certain amount of forced fumbles as a contract incentive. So he was mm. going for that forced fumble. Mm. So That's, that could be on the return? Play. It was a smart on the play kick by itself. Yeah. Like it so, was a smart play by eight ball right there. It just, you know, it, it's, it's the angle of the camera is what it like. Is. People just don't know ball. And when they, when they showed that we had shout out BMO who pointed that out, he was like, Hey, that ball, that ball was about to come out. And I knew what he was doing, but yeah, he pointed out the ball was moving. And if you look that big cat, I think big cat posted the video and said it was a business decision. Damn right. It was a business business decision because if he gets that fumble, that's that's money in his pocket. He's the biggest hero in Buffalo. Yeah. Okay, so, so. my tail line was also on it, but I want to say, uh, Rook or Mr. Martin, if you're out there, we would like you to officially endorse when we are the ones that make the meme that breaks the internet. But we need your endorsement to be the official meme because we can't let it live down right now because it, it – when it's popping up on Apple News, we got to capitalize, but somebody's got to trademark it first. So please let it be the Millie Goats. We're in support of you, but if let's, we can monetize this meme, that would be great. Let's I've got a shirt this. idea already. Look, yeah. somebody that knows Ball pointed it out and they sent me a D to add to his jersey. Oh, dog. Dion thinks that Sam Martin's a dog. Oh, oh, so I added the deep. You had a deal. <laughs> oh, oh man! So yeah, the other thing was Roger, uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. So I got something for that. I got something for that in my tail lines. I got articles. Articles. Well, I mean, I hate it for him, but the memes that were coming out of that were pretty funny. Well, he said, well, "You know what he did?" So somebody said he went into the tent, and they were like, "No, not another darkness retreat." Yeah, no, they they said Aaron Rodgers 2023 full highlights, and it was just him running out with a flag. <laughs> At least he was carrying the flag. Into the dark. I think they heard, do you remember that when I said that? I said, if they don't dim the lights yeah, when he comes out, they're doing it wrong. So you think they heard us? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and, then he, and then he fully went full darkness mode by saying, from the, the dawn is always darkest before the Light I hate it or something. I like. I know oh, you don't like terrible. him, but he's he can he can sling the rock. Yeah, but did you see what they said about him? Like, first of all, I knew it was an Achilles injury right out of the gate. Yeah, y'all, oh, y'all yeah, can quote but, me on that. I was like, I thought it was going to be like Liz Liz Frank ACL. And, no, when I saw the replay like twice, I was looking. I was like, what got? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw his heel just like 
Yeah, you you yeah, know to look for that calf the, thing. That fibula, that small little bone. Uh, who was it that broke it the other the other year? They Dak were out Prescott? for the entire. Yeah, was it Dak that broke his fibula? Yeah, just yeah. chipped off that bottom part. And I was thinking when his ankle went out like that, I, I was like, oh, I bet he did the exact same thing with that quarter. That would have been much better. This this is going to be forty year old guy Achilles repair, not good. Nah, man, they're gonna they're gonna bring in the magic shaman. Don't worry, Dude, they're gonna bring in Fitz back. Magic back. It's magic to play for the Jets, but yeah, there was uh, so yeah, all the darkness stuff, whatever. I mean, it sucks, but I got something for everybody saying we need grass. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I got numbers. I got stats. Oh. But yeah, that was that was terrible to see. I did Nobody wants to see that. So I feel bad for every sportscaster that for the past seven months has been on this train about. If he's a jet, what's going to happen? And then, oh, they get Dalvin Cook. Oh, they're stacking with Garrett Wilson. For the past six months, all we've talked about is J-E-T-S. And what's now a, it's like, are they bringing Kaepernick back? What's hilarious yeah. is they still have five primetime games. So now people have to watch the Jets with Zach Wilson for <laughs> five times primetime. Well, and another thing was is they the offensive line was a big cut block guy. And for the yeah. first three snaps of the game, I don't that play in particular. They did a cut block, and Leonard Floyd was not having it. So, but he was pressured every single down. Yeah, he was. So I know we I came know. out firing. I'm like, let's go. Hey, we'll let you get to that. I'm going to give yeah. you the floor here in a minute. Man, we're, our we're offense gonna... shit the bed. <laughs> um, so okay, circus chat. We didn't go. We didn't go live last Thursday, but we will this week, I think, at some point. But we're all traveling right now. This was a busy week for the Millie Goats, um, as far as travel goes. But that's a, that's an app. You you download it. You can take your group chats with your friends live. You go there, download Circus Chat, look, search for the Millie Goats. You'll find us. We're the top channel, and then we watch the game. You can join the circle or join the ring, and boom. We're all laughing together, cracking hilarious jokes, and sending memes. And then Hall of Fame bets just now, this past week, got an NFL tab, parlay builder. They have had some tweets that are going out that are absolutely miraculous on some people winning big-time dollars. So Mm. lots of information on that, Hall of Fame bets. Okay, go download that app, too. National Peanut Day. You can tell how excited we are about football because we just spent the opening 15 minutes talking about football. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. National Peanut Day, likely originating in South America around 3,500 years ago. This legume is not a nut. Not a nut. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. They grow underground like potatoes. Since they're an edible seed that forms in a pod, they belong to the family leguminosae with peas and beans, not a nut. Nuts grow on trees. How about that? So when you're eating peanuts, you're carbon up, basically. Hey, I love some good peanuts. Salted peanuts, boiled peanuts, sunflower seeds. Dude, Baseball game is, peanuts. Is peanut, is a peanut, is peanut butter just mashed potatoes by that theory? No. I mean, underground like potatoes. It says it right there in the dock. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Okay, so there you go. Happy peanut day, everyone. Um, on the show... We're going to sub the water cooler debate this. Well, no, we have one. We're just not going to review the other one because I, I want to, I want, before we get into football, I want to, I want to hear these scumbags try to defend their teams and we're just going to give them the floor. So then we have tail lines, which you kind of already did. 
uh, the football buffet DFS express hype train Thursday and Sunday. We got games coming up and we have two Monday night games. We got the campus four. We got a picture for that. We got the, how dare use other relevant sports news and the woe maker, which I think J buys. I don't know. I didn't even, I don't think I want any of them. So unblock us Reddit, unblock at Reddit's college football. K Adams stop stealing our stuff. And the Jets, for that matter, now that we know they did the dark arena. Okay. Hit the, uh, let's let's get into the water cooler debate segment, but. Is there is oh my God, you're way. an idiot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, water cooler debate segment. Here we go. We pick a topic. We put the topic on uh, Twitter and Instagram now. And our audience is obviously different. Um, yeah. But at Millie Goats and at the Millie Goats on Instagram. So, but first, the dad joke. What do you call what do you call it when a dog finally catches a car? Fast car. Stop it, Luke Combs Homer. <laughs> Tracy Chapman. <laughs> uh all right, let me start that over. <laughs> What do you call it when a dog finally catches a car? Fetch 22. Because it doesn't know what to do with it whenever it gets there. Oh, no. <laughs> it's in a dilemma. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Some other polls that we did. Now, we didn't have an episode. You know what? Yeah, let's let's do this. Another polls that we did were AFC team fan base that should be the most worried. The juggernauts. I put the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills. And the Bills smoked it. I mean, it wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. People have the shortest memory in the history oh. of the world. <laughs> if you think back to 2021, two years ago, we did the same thing in our opening game, except it was at home against the Steelers. We blew it. They came back second half and beat us. J.A. looked the same as he did last week. I mean, it's the same scenario. So people just need to calm down. So are the bills stagnant? Relax. They stagnant. <laughs> they stagnant. I'm trying to you know, calm them down. Have some respect, dude. I mean, you can't trust J.A., though. I'll say that. You can't trust him. Just can't trust him. Then I put another one up about which which quarterback would be able to catch the number one quarterback in QBR. Does anybody know who the number one quarterback in QBR is? Brock Purdy is the number one Back. quarterback in QBR. Yeah. Facts. Facts. All facts. He played a garbage team. That they <laughs> that defense is good now. Don't be saying that. Don't even give it. They went on the road all the way across the country and just blew the doors off the Pittsburgh Steelers and wrecked their entire hype drain. So there you go. And then I did another one that was Kenny Pickett. So what, dude? Preseason champs. They were the preseason darlings. They're going to break the Ravens streak. The Steelers. (laughs) I'm going to go in on them. Um, And then the other one I did was which. Which is more true, Texas is back or Alabama is fading? And Alabama is fading, so Texas can't even win the most. Yeah, Texas is not back. <laughs> Texas is going to Clemson, do Clemsoning, and they're going to lose to like Baylor. 
Oh, yes. That's that's 100% going to happen. But they beat Bama, so... They look good, too. That num- Both number zeros for Texas. I think it was a tight end and then freshman defensive end. Ballers. Dude, Ballers for when, Texas. When Ewards was slinging that thing. That his arm angles look legit. Good, yeah. That's what they said on the on the uh you remember that tweet I read? I know. Well, we heard good. it here That's first. They like. I feel like All he's right. earning that NIO money. Yeah. He's got a higher base salary than Joe Burrow right now. <laughs> Poor Joe. Poor oh, Joe. We, look, we got that in a minute. Uh all right, this this episode's water cooler debate. What is the goat most pointless thing or object? I don't even remember who won last. So, Jay, you no want to go first? I mean, I'll answer for somebody else. I'll I'll answer for Josh Allen, and the most pointless thing or object is holding on to the football because he just doesn't do it. Leads the league in turnovers since 2018. Leads 39. the league in turnover um, picks since 2021. I mean, goodness gracious. Can't trust him. Can't trust him. Um, all right. I'll go next. The goat most pointless thing or object, and I thought about this whenever I was on the plane, is how adamant they are about a seatbelt on the plane. if we're going down i don't i don't i don't know how much that's gonna do other than saw me in half you know what it's for though what and i only know this because i you know been on a lot of planes because i asked them one time it's it's for when there's turbulence sometimes when there's turbulence um i don't know if it's like down yeah the gravity or what but it's to keep you in your seat for the turbulence because oh, a lot okay. of people have gone up and hit their head on the roof and gotten injured and tried to sue the airlines and stuff. Mm. So it's for them, not for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's for it's their. Pointless. Yeah. <laughs> it's pointless for us, yeah. All right. Dylon. Um, I'm going to go with the most pointless thing in popular culture are horoscopes. That's gonna because, ruffle some feathers, dude. <laughs> I agree with that. But there, there is complete. Okay, so backstory: When I was uh, a grad student, I was teaching freshman psychology, and one of the topics was pseudoscience and assumptions that we make. So I had everybody in the class turn in their birth date. I told them that I had a friend that was a like professional certified astrologer. So I got them. <laughs> I got four different, uh, I picked four names at random and I gave them each their own handwritten one. And I told them to rate it on a scale from one to 10, how accurate it was predicting them. What do you think happened? They all said that this is exactly who they are. Everybody on a one to 10 scale, all four of them rated as a nine out of 10. I told him to hand it to the one of the other people. All four of them were the exact same. And all I picked four people that were distinctly different birthdays. It's it's like the just how overgeneralizations can be applied to anybody and, and yeah. 
So I, completely meaningless, pointless. I was gonna. Is, is, was that a learning lesson, or were you just trying to duck on something? <laughs> no, I, I was just yeah trying to go with that. People will believe stuff that's not based on empirical evidence, or or you know, not not that it's even faith based, but just that it can be this generic, and I can overgeneralize certain things, and it will apply to everybody because it's a psychological construct or whatever. So that means that means a lot coming from the Kirk Cousins revivalist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I sent him a text and I told him, I'm like, hey man, just go put that ribeye straight on the grill. Yeah. Yeah, right. Tin foil. Be different. Foil. No, there you go. That's a pointless object. Tin foil for the grill. Be different. There you go. <laughs> All right. It is time to get into some football. We got some we got some of that music that won't get us. Won't get us. Hey, well, we want. Hey, ice cream, ice cream paint it's job, greatest, or whatever the that best thing sport is. In the world. To play, uh, football. play whatever you want. I always play it. This song goes out to our true love. Lead us in. Football. The fantasy segment. Football. You're so cool. <laughs> All right, well, just give him a taste. Just give him a taste. There you go. If you want the, if you want the full version. Check out our uh, Twitter page. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This is all about our... So these are tail lines. We we did those. I have mine left, and then I'm going to give them the floor. So we have a scoreboard we're going to go over. Um, But I got two things. It is not the grass that everybody wants you to believe is causing these injuries. Okay. Here. They all want to make and blame the grass and the turf and the this and the that, whatever. This is my tail line, by the way. It's load management. Plain and simple. NBA it's, plays on turf. They, they wouldn't play. They don't play on those games. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it is egregious to sit there and say that grass and this and all that. Here's the, here's the fact of the matter. You cannot not play football at that high of a level and not play the preseason games, not practice full speed, not not hit and play and have contact full speed and then go out there and expect everybody not to get hurt and then everybody's yelling at the grass like a bunch of jabronis. I have an article right here that has looked at load management. Okay? But they have stats that show that it is a turf. <laughs> no, of course they do. You have just facts. Like the just like the, just Wait, like the helmet. They have the stats. You have the facts. Here, Here you go. This was a profound. Um, chronic training workload is important, and its role in keeping athletes injury free is easily overlooked. Evidence has shown that although spikes in training workload increase the risk of injury, athletes with higher chronic workloads have sufficiently sufficiently lower risk of injury than athletes with low chronic training workloads. Meaning, if you do not play at a high level all the time, when you have peaks and valleys, you are going to be exposed for more injuries. This is called this is from a stat that is called what is it? Where is it at? The ACWR ratio. The acute chronic work rate 
ratio, which has a, it actually does have a, a timeline or a bracket of two numbers where it's sufficient. So if you don't do anything, you never play, you fall way below that, but you don't want to overtrain. But if you're not playing, you're going to be at more risk for injury. So you can blame the grass all you want, but it's not the grass. You need to play. You need to practice. Do what? I think it's a little bit of both. Probably. But I think you're right. But I also think that like, like you wouldn't have torn your ACL because your foot got caught in the turf. I got hit at a weird angle. But but if it was grass, your foot would have slid out. Maybe. Well, but wouldn't unless the cleat got stuck. But I I think to the what what you're saying is yeah this whole load management that it's such a I don't know a different pace when you're at live action and the intensity and the adrenaline kicks in and I, I, doesn't adrenaline have like some type of physiological effect on your joints and everything else that you're doing so if you're not being exposed to that often your body's all of a sudden in this sudden shock of it and you're more likely to more likely to be prone to injury somebody's feeding these these players hey you need to take it easy prolong your career and all they're doing is exposing them to to injury because you can't practice and play at 60 percent or practice at 60 percent and then go out there and expect to play at 120 percent you just can't do it well it's garbage i mean think about too like how much bigger everybody is like I hate that argument like in basketball like well people were never turn like you know weren't getting hurt wearing Chuck Taylors I'm like yeah those guys were also 5 foot 6 white boys that weighed 130 pounds right like, and they also weren't dunking on each other and right. doing all these crazy euro stuff We saw it in semi pro like, where the alley like was born it was in yeah. the ABA like I mean these guys playing now are just so much bigger faster and stronger like they're going to get hurt more. Even more reason for them to to be training at a high intensity so that their body stays used to it. So, and the other thing I had was the Pat McAfee show. I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory. The only reason they wanted the Pat McAfee show on ESPN is because ESPN could never really get Aaron Rodgers on their network and Pat McAfee could. And now... They don't have Aaron Rodgers. So their whole ploy, ESPN, up in shambles. Basically, Pat McAfee shows stealing everybody's stuff. The what? That's that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Thunderdome, that was a movie somewhere. (laughs) He just takes everybody's stuff and just does it louder. Yeah. Been saying that for 10 years. But he's got viewers, and that's what Aspen's needing. Kudos to him. He he, He made it. But... Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I thought that was, I just started thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, they wanted, that they, they had an in with Aaron Rodgers like nobody else. And so they were going to get an inside look the whole season and exclusive interviews with Aaron Rodgers because of the Pat McAfee show. And that's probably not going to happen anymore. So they might uh, get canceled. Don't be surprised, mm-hmm. folks. Don't be surprised. Funny Anyways. budget cuts. Mid-season. Okay. Let's quickly. Wait, I'll do one. another one. I'll do another Go one. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Because I did game. talk about a ball and his strip tackle and his his incentives. So know your ball. 
No, you, yeah. My no other beyond one, ball. Beyond my ball. Other, my other tail line. Josh Allen. <laughs> Take off your designer tights. Coming out here with holes in the knees, cut up tights like you bought them from American Eagle. Take off your designer tights. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, you can put them back on. You gotta earn your. You gotta earn your uh, ripped and shredded tights. Yeah, they're like pinstripes. <laughs> oh, the JAs. Yeah. All right, week one is in the books. It started with Thursday night. Kansas City loses at home without Kelsey, without Chris Jones, who was weirdly in the stands. Um, wearing a Seahawks hat. Yeah. 21 to 20, Detroit goes on the road and wins, which was kind of a weird, sloppy game. Um, so that one's in the books. I'm going to give the floor to you two, whoever wants to go first, to defend yourselves and your teams before I go over the full scoreboard. Who wants to go first? Let it all out there. Go ahead, Dylan. Y'all played first. Go ahead, dude. Chronological <sighs> order. So. Despite what what you might have seen, the first three quarters were outstanding going into uh, given that we had turned the ball over uh, two times in the uh, red zone, both times actually inside the 15. Now, the thing with the three turnovers, and I'll justify this way, that the first one was from... Touching on what we talked about a second ago, load management. Kirk Cousins has not live action snap. Oh, so has not had a didn't didn't step on the field in preseason. That first fumble happened because the right pulling guard went quicker than the ball got. The actual transfer occurred, and his arms pumping to run punched the ball out of Kirk's hand. So it was not like a, a bad transfer between the center. It was our pulling guard knocking it out of his hands. So definitely a timing thing. That's Second time, he just got blindsided and dropped the ball on a rollout. And then the interception, so the third turnover in the end zone, in KJ <laughs> Osborne's How many? hands, this, this was number three, in his hands, let the cornerback rip it out of them for the pick. Now, with that being said, my Vikings did do what they needed to do for the DFS fantasy owners, all right? J.J. still went off. Kurt did. went off. Jordan Addison, who I told the last week was my guy to pick because everybody's going to key in on J.J. But... Our defense did what our defense does in the second half and decided to make Baker Mayfield look like a running back. Called you know why? Our cornerback. Because he's got you know nothing why? to lose. Did you hear why? He's got that dog in him? No. He knew the signals. Mm. What? Yeah. I saw that. A report came out that Baker said he knew the signals. So he mm. knew what was coming. Ooh. Uh. Oh, now, Houston Astro is there. I, well, I don't know, but look, dude, go, go. how do you spin zone this into a positive? And I agree with you. The whole timing thing, people not playing preseason, the Eagles look terrible. 
The Vikings look terrible. Hey, we're not going to play our starters, and then we're going to go out there and get beat by like the Bucks, who played their starters pretty much for three quarters. <laughs> you know, so. But how do you spin zone this for for Skull Nation, the the registrar of Skull Skull? Uh, Where, well, come on. Where was Madison? I, first of all, yeah, I played him. No, well. Kevin O'Connell, so I, I would I would recommend not focusing on Alexander Madison because Kevin O'Connell has made it clear with not re-signing Dalvin that we are going to go to a completely pass-heavy offense. I mean, that's, we invested in Jordan Addison with our number one pick. That's, that's where we're going. He wants to throw the ball. I was so, thinking he was just going to get some easy touch, though. Like, you know, you guys work it all the way down the field. Yeah, he, the gets a, well, well, he, he gets a two-yard touchdown. We, the ball over twice in the red zone. And in the third quarter, probably the most boring third quarter ever, there were two possessions, one by the Vikings and one by the Bucks. That was the entire third quarter. Where's the positive spin that I asked for? <laughs> because <laughs> Kirk threw for 344. Okay. JJ went crazy. Jordan Addison has established the the W2. Sorry, KJ. Uh and That's basically what the I'm, same thing as the game you just said. They already had that. Where's the positive? Come on, man. He didn't get hurt. He didn't okay. get hurt. Everybody oh, yes. said it. He was going to get hurt. He got <laughs> rocked. He probably is hurt, but he's not injured. So yes. your little pseudoscience, jinx, whatever, didn't work. But I guarantee you, if you say if he gets hurt this week, says I told you so. Oh yeah, we're not. It doesn't matter. Whenever it happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be three years from now. <laughs> so, but this going into Thursday, Kurt has a chance. To everybody says, not only did we lose the first game, and he looked like he hadn't played in a season, but it's going to be prime time, and he is terrible. Prime time games. Oh no! So you're putting your quick grow your Fu Manchu out. Yes. What a, what's his wife gonna dress him in? Yeah. A quick note from from Butch P from from beyond the from beyond the firewall. Vikings start at hard zero and three. Please show up tomorrow, Dad Gummit. Can't stand the Spiegel's Lord of the Rings is football. That was Butch P. Sounds about right. Okay. Now, so the Vikings lost. To the Buccaneers, twenty to seventeen. That one, that one stings. That was a shocker. Because hey, by the way, we circled that one on our calendar, our virtual calendar. You, you forget week. this team won the Super Bowl two years ago. <laughs> yeah, you're right. How could I forget? <laughs> okay, Javi. The Bills go into MetLife. I guess that's what it's called, and their terrible, dirty turf that everybody gets hurt on. And come out not the way you'd hope. So it's your time. Well, we knew the Bills weren't going to win because there's no way they were going to let a quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, New York team lose on 9 11. Just not going to happen. So I knew that going in. The Bills NFL conspiracy. Bills a New York team. New York City team. Okay. But. I, you know, we just, the ball just didn't fall our way. I mean, great defense, except for, you know, 
Jordan Poyer hasn't made a tackle since the middle of last season and looks so <laughs> low out there. Oh my gosh, he got so slow. Brees Hall. I mean, he freaking Wiley Coyote Roadrunnered him when he ran by him. He spun yeah. him around in his, his or Daffy uh, Duck with his Matt Milano was a G. Dude's a beast. Trey White did a great job, even on the touchdown catch. He played the ball perfectly. Garrett Wilson just made a hell of a catch. Like, you can't be mad at that. But Zach Wilson has our number. He's beat us twice in the last three times. (laughs) The only team that he does have the number of. The only only reason they didn't beat us the second game last year is because he got benched. (laughs) He didn't play. How bad does he have to feel right now, though, that every single headline is who are the Jets going to sign out of retirement? Yeah. It's got to be Tebow. But the dude just won. (laughs) Literally, he won that game. Aaron Rodgers is out after three plays. So, Zach Wilson. All right, y'all want to talk about Baker. Zach Wilson beat the Bills. And look, the Jets defense is good, but we just – Josh Allen just played so bad that it made them look even better. Like I'm yes, not going to take anything away from them because they are good. But like if you look at uh, Danny O, he he breaks down those games. Orgersboth or whatever his name is. Orlovsky. Yeah, he's he said <laughs> seven seven plays that Josh Allen just looked like a complete idiot. Like two mm. of those interceptions, he had 15 yards to run. But I saw they were like, you know, if there was a DB out there or a linebacker out there, he would have ran because he wanted to run over him and make a highlight reel. Like, he just looks for that highlight reel play. Dude, is he, is, he a, is he a TikTok quarterback? Yeah, I would like. Oh, okay. You can't trust him. Like, right now, he you has can't trust him. Look, I'm still going to ride with him because he's my quarterback, and he does have spectacular games, but it's just so hard to trust him. You're sitting there clenched the whole time. Dude, the other thing. You didn't even mention the fumble because you made a funny joke about how he ran into the back of somebody. Dude, it was like the butt fumble part two. He caught our, went through his hands. He ran straight forward, ran into the back of one of our players and fumbled. The only thing that was different about it was the other team didn't run it back for a touchdown. But hey, shout out, shout out T-Bass from hitting it three Dude, quarters of the way up on a 50-yard field goal. 50-yard field goal at the top of the upright. Dude, that was an absolute bomb. Great hold there, too, by eight ball. Great hold. Yeah, because it was a bad snap. It was. It was. Bad-ish snap. I watched that game, and I was, I mean, it was obviously awesome because it was close. But I'm just sitting there thinking, like, for one, Josh Allen, I don't know if he doesn't trust anybody, but he does not throw the ball to anyone else other than Stephon Diggs. Well, Gabe Davis is, he, like... He ran a terrible route on he that. He runs on the all one of thing. his routes like that. His only, like, when he gets open, it's a post or a fade. Like, yeah, we don't have to make a move. Yeah. He, he runs all of his routes like that. There's no cutting, there's no juking. It's a rounded turn. They are giving their faith in the offense to the wrong person. It should be in James Cook because that dude's got some juice. Yeah, but it's just, we don't have a running game. Like, we're not built to run the ball. And, and, from a DS, DFS perspective, like I, I don't know who your number one tight end is. So <laughs> I would go with you, Kincaid. Right. But on the depth chart, and Dallas Knox just going back last season, like he'll have yeah. 
four or five primetime games where he's going to go oh, for yeah. over 100. But Kincaid. Yeah, you, you know who it is when the Bills are playing on a primetime game. It's Diggs and Allen. It's going to be one of them. So, sometimes both, but if it's not both, it's, I mean, it's, it's, they're pretty easy to figure out. It's not going to be, they only have like three or four dudes that you can pick from. The Jets are the one I didn't know, but I, I played, I played Brees Hall and cashed on that lineup because I was like, this, he's just too good and the Bills really can't stop the run. Yeah. yeah. I figured everybody would be playing Dalvin and Brees Hall was like 2% captain ownership. So that's how I cashed on Monday. I will never should have captain. But hey, you know, Cam there's a bright spot. There's two bright spots. Yeah, spin zone it for us. I'll quote, I'll quote Butch P on this every Thursday when we're flipping out. Texas, co- Texas calling in. It's day one. <laughs> so it's it's week one. That's my one spin zone. My other spin zone was there's no better way for my son to watch his first Bills game and see them collapse like that to know what he's got a lifetime to witness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is the first thing that I told my girls. That's the real baptism right there. The first Vikings game was you're going to understand what disappointment is and build resiliency. This is what it is. But we are loyal to our grandfather and their great grandfather. So that's where we're going. But before Tex chimes in, uh, as we get into this, I heard a new term. That that I think is it's huge for anybody that's doing fantasy or whatever. And the term is anchor bias. So everybody is going to look back to what happened last week to base all their judgments. Can't and do that. It's like don't do that. Like your your primetime stars that might not have been really good in week one. Uh that that doesn't mean that they're not going to hit their average or more this next week. So don't just go, everybody is going to make most of their decisions based off of, oh, this team did really bad last week or this team did really good. You'll like, see that when, the when, we get to our, when we get to our, dude, first of all, when we get to our games, uh, you'll see a little bit of that technique in our, in our picks, at least for me. Okay. So we have the Steelers. On the Niners, I don't really need to get into a lot of detail. That was an absolute molly whopping. The Niners held them to one yard the entire first half until their final drive. They didn't have a first down. Brock Purdy had a, had the highest QBR in the league. Christian McCaffrey was out there doing spin moves and pirouettes. Dude, that run that he had was ridiculous. The the best part I about used, that run, I used block, dude. Absolutely flat backed him and then ran down there and blocked another mm. guy. Yeah. Ayuk is a hey, put a D on his jersey. Put a D on Ayuk's jersey. I know, and you had me playing Debo. If I would have played him, uh, get me started. We all played Debo, but it's because Debo is always so cheap. You cannot <laughs> play him. You cannot play him. But I mean, you you're not gonna know who to play on a week. You can play McCaffrey every week, but the 49ers, dude, Fred Warner. At the at the middle linebacker position, him and Dre Greenlaw. I mean, they run the Tampa two coverage, and Fred Warner is all over whoever's going up the scene, like step step for step. And Hufunga, I mean, it's the weak spot is the cornerback, one cornerback position. But uh, Tra- Traverius Ward's good, but uh, 
Trent Williams went down, but I mean, it was just from top to bottom, from start to finish. They went up and down the field however they wanted to. Brock Purdy looked efficient. He threw for like 220-some yards, two tutties. I mean, he looked good. I'm not, I'm not saying MVP, but I might have, I might have to put a future on. I might have to put a little something on that because the way he's looking, it gets me fired up. Coming off an elbow surgery, out there throwing with some zip on the ball, like they just smothered, smothered the Steelers. It was the Steelers' offense. I don't know what they're doing. It's so predictable. Hey, shout out Patrick Peterson for saying they've got some tails. So we we got something for him. You don't have diddly poo, Patrick Peterson. Brandon Ayuk walked the dog all over you. You get the reverse dog. You get a you get a C for cat on your shirt. Dude, how about <laughs> how about that? That was like uh, Jamar Big Chase P. too. Called the Browns a bunch of elves, yeah. and then the Browns beat him. He's like, now I'm just mad. So I called him a bunch of elves, and they <laughs> beat us. We got beat by a bunch of elves. <laughs> All right. Um, so Niners win 37, Vikings lose 2017. Commanders barely, barely beat the Cardinals. I watched some of that game. Josh Dobbs was Sam Howell was okay. Uh Colts and Jags. Any thoughts from that game quickly? Calvin Ridley. I was surprised that like I thought like I know Ridley's good. I thought he was good. I was surprised at how much he got. Like that Chris, throw by Lawrence to Zay Jones and the catch. Yes. yes. Played Zay Jones, played him. Shane Steichen's uh, gonna be able to do some stuff with Richardson. Yeah. Uh Captain Kurt for the Jags. So Chris Kirk, that is uh that's one of those anchor bias that uh oh, is he gonna have a down year just because you know, he only got a few targets. It's like, no, T Law is gonna get it to him. People will start keying in on Calvin Ridley. Uh Kirk's going to average his 12 and a half to 15 points a game. So if they can protect T law, Jags are going to be good. Yeah. ETN's good out of the backfield. Ingram's good tight end. They got three, three receivers. The chiefs. It might be Owen too. Cause they got, don't they go to Jacksonville? I don't know about that. Um, I think it's probably not. The chiefs play everybody at home all the time. They know they're at at Jacksonville this week. They are. Yep. Yeah. Bills are at the Chiefs for the sixth straight year. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's like the Niners when we played the Saints all the time. I feel like we were always playing in New Orleans. I'm like, this is dumb. I don't get it. Uh, Ravens, dude, I didn't get to watch Lamar, but from your text messages, Javi, He started terrible. It wasn't looking good. No. Or J.K. Dobbins, too. I know. Mm. Saints beat the Titans. And oddly enough, Tajay Spears outsnapped Derrick Henry, and Ch- Tannehill yeah. looks like an absolute dumpster fire. Dude, so, but how about Rashid? Hey, I didn't even know who it was. Rashid. I'm like, who is this number 22 running around? Rashid, wasn't hey, he like did, 85 last year, 86? Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of his number. Dude, never we had been all oh, – I was all yeah, over him last we year. We were on him last year. I, I played him all the time. For shit, because he is a blade. Did you see the highlight from Derek Carr? He's like, just go. Yeah, just know like she's high on him too. So I, I sent, I commented on one of his tweets with the with the gift that just goes she 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 she. <laughs> 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 
That's what Derek Carr called it. <laughs> oh, love that. Yeah, he's a baller. He's a baller. Browns go they got at home numbers. with Brownie. The elf Burrow throws for like 80 yards. Since he loses 24 to 3. But I mean, that's just how Cincinnati starts. Every year. Yeah. I think the Browns are like the Jets are for the Bills. Like they have Bengals number. They beat them. They, Burrow's like one and five against them. Yeah. It was terrible sure. weather there too. But the, the Browns defense with uh Schwartz, whatever his name is, uh is is Miles Garrett's out there doing crossovers before the snap. <laughs> like imaginary and crossovers and stuff. They they got some players on there, dude. I think I think the Browns defense is is going to be for real. Um, Falcons beat the Panthers. Drake London, nothing. Kyle Pitts basically wide open all over the place. And we told you, Tyler Algier. We said it last week. <laughs> Put but your Bijan's BS in. Dude, Bijan's good, but they basically ran him like a flex. They didn't. I got it. Hardly see. I mean, I was just watching red zone, but every big play they showed with him, he was like. In motion slot. It's like Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. It's going to be the same yeah, type of offense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think that, uh, and I, I got it later on, but Bijan ended it, up dude. only getting, okay. All right. We'll get into it. But save it. Yeah. Flick. Teaser. Uh, Rams. Holy moly. What was this all about? Rams beat the Seahawks 30 to 13. Holy moly. Hmm. Looks so, like LA got a defense, or is yeah. that anchor by it? And then, and then Jordan Love. God, dude, Justin Fields is so bad. He holds on to the ball. They the the Bears lose twenty to thirty eight to Green Bay. Bears upgraded their defense, which remain Edward Edmonds though. Yeah. Well, Jordan Love, unfortunately. Yeah. But Justin Fields got to get rid of the ball. Period. He cannot. Everybody's like, he doesn't have any playmakers. That's his mo. No. When he. When a screen pass doesn't go 80 yards for a touchdown, he's standing back there patting the ball like he's like he's making, uh, you know, ba- uh, I got beat up by Jake Fromm. Yeah, State Farm. Uh, Chargers beat my or uh, Chargers lose to Miami 36 34. That, that was a fun was game. A, that was a fun game. Tua, I heard the stat that the Chargers ran man coverage like 70% of the time. It's like, why would you run man coverage against Tyreek Hill? Dude, nobody can guard him. At least if he gets off the line cleanly, it's it's a it's like a 40, 50 yard play. What are you doing? So, anyways, Jimmy G takes the Raiders, Raiders. into Denver and leads a game winning game winning drive. 17-16. He's still at it, dude. Hey, they play the uh, Bills this week. Eagles looking sloppy against the Patriots. Uh that was they. They did not look good. Their offense did not look good. They they went twenty five to twenty over New England, and then the Cowboys Sunday night with one of the worst games I've ever witnessed in my life. That was so bad. I mean, from the get go, I don't know whether to take away like the Giants are frauds or Dallas is just that good. I think it's a little. I, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I, yeah, I think it's a breakdown. A lot of the Giants' uh, offensive line. But at the same time, Dallas's D is just amazing. I only saw probably, I don't know, maybe 65, 70% of the game, but they were coming after Dak. That was terrible. His scumbag. Dude. 
and of course in DFS DraftKings fashion. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas defense was like the number one scoring fantasy player on the week. Yeah, because of return, the kick, uh, block kick. Primetime games. What have we learned? Was there a defensive touchdown on every primetime game? I'm pretty sure there was. Thursday night, Detroit. Yeah. Sunday yep. night, Dallas. Monday yep. night, the Jets. Yep. Put that in your tickler file. What I tell you, what you asked me to Monday morning, like, what do you think? Who are you playing? And I showed you my lineup, and I said, if I was going to make another one, I would captain the Jets D. Mm, you did. I told you that. It's documented. Check the tape. Okay. That's a quick recap. We'll do more on Sunday when we're back on our regular schedule. This this Thursday, tomorrow, Philadelphia, the Eagles host the Minnesota Vikings in a Thursday night showdown. I don't know if this is on Prime or not, but get ready for all your group messages to be ruined and your DraftKings lineups and your fantasy apps telling you what's going on before the play happens because everybody hates streaming. Over-under is 49. That's what I had a couple hours ago, and the spread was Philly favored by seven. So the primetime man dime hot guys. Dylon, this is your team. This is your game. And what are you doing? So I've got a, a couple lineups in here, but I'm gonna go with my dark horse. So uh I I think JJ is gonna get you his points. Um between Devonta and AJ, I don't know. Last time the Vikings played him, Devonta scored. I want to say that's when he had two touchdowns and like 136 yards. Uh, but it's the secondary is all questionable. So, like I said, we've got two rookies in our starting 40 Bs. Uh, so I'm afraid that we are going to back more people out of the box to try and compensate for the Goddards and Browns and uh, Devontae's of the world. So I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift because I think we're going to pull too many out that he's going to end up having his game, especially with Gainwell out. So he's my dark horse that's going to go big. Uh, In in my two lineups, I've got Hawkinson captain in one, and then I've got uh, Devontae captain in one. But Homer, I got Jalen and Kurt in both of them as well because I have a feeling that and I, mm. I terribly missed it last week on the over-under. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that we're going to cover the spread, but I wouldn't be surprised if we are over, especially with how sloppy Philly's defense looked this past Sunday. They got away with a couple. So, Dude, and you're talking about New England torching Philadelphia's secondary with Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne and uh, whatever that Boutte guy's name is. Hunter Henry had a big game. Uh, so, yeah, it it I don't know what's wrong with Philly's secondary, if that is the problem, but Mac Jones should not be throwing for 300 and some odd yards against you with Kendrick Bourne. So that's a that's a little yeah. tickler there. So <laughs> yeah, so so I'm I'm thinking it's going to be that we'll cover the over on the spread, which I think. I, you said 49. I think I got it at like 48 or something. But yeah. anyhow, it's moved. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it's going to be is the 
the defensive secondary is going to show up on either team. Well, you got to think, too. I mean, it's first game that they all have played together. New defensive coordinator against Bill Belichick, who's had six months to prepare. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd expect them to be better this week. Yeah. At home, yeah, too. I'm, 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 At home. I, I feel like in all the close-ups of Kirk on the sideline last week, like I'm sure he's done a lot of uh, introspective internalization of, man, I wish I had got some uh, preseason snaps in to get these timings down. Instead of growing his mustache on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Do you think the Vikings win, Dylan? I want the Vikings to win. Dude, <laughs> it's an automatic yes. Come on, yeah. dude. Your team. It's your team. Yeah, no, I on. want them to win. Yeah, statistically, I don't know. It's because it's primetime Kurt. I don't know. It's uh, true. Primetime Kurt. And I got the Chargers next week. And then the week after that, I got the Panthers. So I'm feeling really good about week four. Kurt Cousins should just show up to the stadium with like. An aluminum spike suit. Bench Wait, the most honest, the most honest Vikings fan. I, I, I think it will come down to a one-score game. How about that? Did you say you should so show up in an aluminum foil suit? Yes, because he's about to cook them. Oh, we got to write that down. That's a good. That's yeah. That's funny. All right. Uh. J Vive, what do you got? I'm going with with Hawkinson. He had a decent game last week. And I it's just a gut feel. Like Dude, JJ's he, gonna get his points. The, the you know the Eagles guys are gonna get their points. And it's like for the Eagles, it's too much of a guessing game on who's gonna really blow up. So I just feel like Hawkinson's a safe bet, Captain pretty cheap you can build a good lineup around it the and the, the linebackers for the eagles are in shambles nicobe yeah. deans and he's not he's i think Did he's he hurt, hurt so. Yeah. yeah so and who do you think wins uh, the game jay by you're unbiased eagles are the i like, think the eagles win the game we're not unbiased we're always going to say the vikings for your, yeah <laughs> for your sake i hope the vikings win I like chaos, but I think the Eagles win. Oh my gosh. But I think right, it's I, got, clo- I think it's close. I've got Devontae Smith. 13-5 in your captain spot. Nine nine thousand in your flex. I just think it's too what I should have done is put one of the defenses. That's what we should have done. That's that's what like, I, I, I don't think it's gonna be a defensive game. Neither one of us has a good secondary. Like our our cornerbacks can't cover anybody past, I would say, about seven or eight yards. That's what I thought about Detroit and Kansas City, and what do you know? One of the defense. So um shout out Blake Bell last week, who I said in the message, I was like, it's probably gonna be Blake Bell or something, but Devontae Smith had ten targets in game one. I think I think they're going to hyper target him. I think he's going to be the guy for the offense tomorrow night. I don't. I mean, I don't know who. I I would assume the the Eagles are going to win, but if you had to, if I had to bet, but I think it'll be closer than I think it'll be a one score game at least. If that gives you any 
Yeah, I think it'll be close. So there you go. We got Devontae Smith. 12 targets. Hawkinson Swift is our primetime man-dime hot guys. There you go. That's the Thursday night game. Everybody, hope your group chats don't get ruined because of the streaming. Okay. Now we move into the games we like on the man, the mainscaping Sunday slate. There's only one game with 50, 50 points over under. That's KC and Jacksonville. And we know everybody's going to be playing that game, but we're not going to give you that game. All right. Yes. Play your Trevor Lawrence, play your Pat Mahomes, blah, 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 whatever. We're going to give you some other games, right? You got Packers, Packers at Falcons, Ravens at Bengals, Raiders at Bills. Is this first home game for the Bills? Yeah. All right. Bears at Bucks, Chargers at Titans, Chiefs at Jags, Seahawks at the Lions, Colts at the Texans, Giants at the Cardinals, Niners at the Rams, Jets at the Cowboys. That's going to be a massacre. Commanders at the Broncos, and then the Sunday night game is Dolphins and Patriots, which is kind of intriguing. Uh, most of the spreads are within like five. Within five, yeah, five to six and less. And the only one that's outrageous is the Jets and Cowboys. So over-unders are really low again because nobody knows what to do early on based off of what we saw. So those are your games. Javon, what's a game you like other than the KC and Jacksonville game? So it's funny because I think DraftKings sent out an email a couple weeks ago about your 2022 review and what teams you played the most and who you played the most. And my team that came up that I played the most was the Detroit Lions. And I did the most stacks with the Lions. I played the Lions players the most. So I'm staying true to Jersey. I say true to fashion. <laughs> My game this week, because I think it's going to be air raid offenses, Detroit versus Seattle, 47 Detroit favored by six. But my guy I'm playing is Montgomery because Detroit is the king of get it to the two, run it in. Is this? Oh, that's in Detroit. Okay. That's, that was going to say, I was like, wait a minute, Montgomery plays for the Lions now. Yeah. He was a bear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. David Montgomery. He had a nice game. McCall, yeah, dude. I think Jameer Gibbs gets more. I, oh, I, he probably gets more catches, yards, yeah. but he's not going to score. Montgomery's going to be the kind of scores. It's going to be the pound in touchdowns. You don't think it's going to be you play Miles or anything like that. Vital Gonzo Gore is back. Hey, remember from the uh, same time who's Detroit's other running back? Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery. Yes, dude. What's up, dude? Vital Gonzo Gore. Who you got? Me? Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm going to the I dude, you guys know me. Y'all know me. I am a dude who loves to get down and dirty in the like the stuff like way down there in the price range. Like I went down there and found two two at well. I played a couple other three thousand guys last week just because I love finding those diamonds in the rough. That's why they called me Aladdin at uh at in college. Nobody <laughs> called you that. Yeah, it is John Mark, dude. Oh. You just call me that all the time. You just made uh, up a he, guy with two first names. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Give me the give me the sludge. Give me down there in the sewers. Give me the game that I like in my primetime man dime hot guys. Houston hosting Indianapolis. This is a game for me at least. We saw the Colts go up and down the field. Now the Texans struggle, but they're going to be at home, right? I think there's this is an over under at forty. Indianapolis is fair by one and a half. I think it's going to go way more than that. I honestly really do. So I think Richardson's you're going to want to bet though. Richardson is, yeah. yeah. So, but if he plays, that's a big if. He's a guy that can have a monster day with Shane Steichen dialing that thing up. So I think there's a potential to play a little Richardson lineup, bring it back with a little Nico Collins. Because Nico Collins mm. and CJ I think this I think this 40 is way too low for this. Now, we could be looking back at this and saying, you're a complete idiot. But guess what? I don't care. Because that's what it takes, dude. It takes because an idiot. on the reverse. If it's great, then we're going to hear all week. I called it. Yes, you absolutely will. So, <laughs> but I, I love because it's two young quarterbacks. Nobody knows what to expect. They're setting it over. They're setting it at 40. And it's like, I just watched the Colts against a pretty good team. Worst teams last year. Do what? It's the two worst teams last year. Yeah. And I'm like, Houston gave Baltimore Baltimore game for the for all better purposes. Like they were competitive. So and D'Amico Ryan's a good coach. So I, I like that game. All right, Dylan. Um apart from the Vikes, uh I would go with looking at the the division rivalry between Baltimore and Cincinnati. And the big thing is just because of how atrocious Joe Burrow. And I think that that the inner fan in me wants me to see Joe Burrow do awesome this week and Kurt do great so I can just say it was the week one jitters and it'll just add more to the point <laughs> that you need to see some live action before you go live. That, that it, whatever. But there's too much talent on the Bengal side with Joe Mixon and Jamar and uh, Todd, like there's for Joe Burrow to throw for 82 yards. Not going to happen again. Absolutely absurd. And when you watched him going in, it looked like he couldn't go into like what the three or five step drop. I'm not a, a quarterback, but he looked awkward taking snaps like he was surprised when he was getting snapped the ball the first two series you don't think um, he was ready to come back I, I, he's got I that don't calf know. injury yeah Aaron Rodgers, his calf. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers so, had a calf injury so Bengals question though good. is this must win for Cincy no nope uh, it, it's got to be no. I think it has to be competitive if it is another a division blowout, game no. yeah well yeah, but at least if you no. see that you can play with the the Ravens, right? And I think that Gus Edwards is my dark horse in this game because with Dobbins out, they're already saying, hey, we're, we're going to give him the workload. He averaged over five yards a carry for the last four seasons. He's just always kind of been the RB2. So 
Uh, I think that Gus is going to have a big game, but I, I really Ooh, I want to see Joe do well. They, they've surrounded him with players. Love Gus Edwards, dude, the Gus bus. Here's a question from Vital Gonzo Gore. I have Bengals as AFC North winner in the FanDuel parlay. was going to hedge with the Ravens, but is it Browns? Ooh. I don't think I don't... the Browns can sustain it all year. I think yeah. they're going to surprise some people. They're going to win some games that you wouldn't expect the Browns to win because I think they're better than what they normally are. I just don't think when you're not used to winning, it's hard to win. Yeah. Like I say that about the Bills all the time. Like we're so not used to winning that it's just like it's hard to win I, games sometimes. I think if you want value, you put it on the Steelers. The Steelers That's aren't winning that division. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it's a must win for the Bengals. You can't start you hedge, two in the division. Go Sonic the Hedgehog and Knuckles and Tails and Dr. Robotnik and get that. Just put a little, just sprinkle a little bit on there. Here, so. Here's where if they go in and they shut out Kenny Pickett, because I'm not going to play down the, the Niners D, but. The the Steelers got Mollywop. That the he had no time in the pocket. Everything was roll out. So if it comes down and you see that Cleveland is able to put that same pressure on him, and let's just say they keep Burrow to under two hundred yards again, like I think you could say just like with the college football predictions, like their defense is that good if they're not going to allow some of these crazy playmakers to do anything. I just I I believe in the Steelers because Tomlin's never had a losing season. Y'all ever heard that before? Yeah. <laughs> so Houston, Houston and Indianapolis, Detroit and Seattle. I like that one. And I like Cincy and Baltimore. I like all those. Everybody again, KC and Jack, everybody's gonna stack that. And it was kind of like the same with Los Angeles and Miami this past week. It was like, that's the game you need to play. Everybody's going to play. You better have one. See, I don't like games like Jacksonville and the Chiefs because there's too many options. Like, I like picking games that, like, I know who's going to get the ball. I know who's going to be the target. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Houston and Indy, like, you can. Yeah. Three guys on that field that are decent. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. Now. Last week, we gave you Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Green Bay, Los Angeles, and Miami. Like, With with the exception of Minnesota and Tampa Bay, that was kind of a troll job, and that was hilarious because it worked. The other three games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the guys we like for the Sunday slate outside of the games. Last week, we had QBs. I gave you QBs. Javi gave you wide receivers. Tex gave you a defense and uh, some defenses and special teams. Um, and then Butch P gave you B. Sean Robinson as his running back who had a decent game. Um, and then Dylon was our tight ends guy. But I think he's stepping away from that this week. So I'll go first. Here's my two guys that I like. Josh Allen, revenge game against the Raiders. I think he is going to go nuclear against the Ravens. I think he's going to throw for like 300. Now, conversely to what Javi said, my most played team, I can't believe we didn't bring this up, was the Buffalo. <laughs> I played them more than any other stack, any other team, whatever. 
Your closet Bills fan. Oh my god, my mom's a Bills fan. What can I say? But you couldn't stack Diggs. That's too expensive, right? Subconscious. No, dude, I stacked him and Diggs all the time. You know, I'm a bottom feeder, dude. I go down there and find all the values. Didn't work. If you captain somebody low, you can you can play those big guys. So, so I'm giving you Josh Allen at 7,900 revenge game. I I think everybody is calling him out, and he is going to. He might have. 400 yards total offense and four or five touchdowns. They might beat him by 30. I'm not kidding. Let's hope so. So, in my other one, which I played last week, is Baker Mayfield against, I think, Chicago. Yeah. They play Chicago. And Jordan Love smoked Chicago. So, I think you could play Baker Mayfield here. And the guys I gave you last week were Tua, because he's dominant on the road. And the other guy I gave you was Jordan Love, if you remember. So those two guys were pretty good quarterbacks at DFS. That's my quarterbacks for this week, Javi, wide receivers. So I went low on wide receivers too, and I can't Love believe it. that. Love it. Um, my first guy. How do you say his name? Nukua. Yeah. For the Rams. Puka. Puka. Yeah. Puka. I think I think he's going to have a very high. I think he's going to have a very high percentage on yep. this week, so take that for what it's worth. But at 4,900, him being Coop's replacement, or Cup's replacement, like, I don't know. He's You got to, I don't know. I Just take a look at him, you know. <laughs> My other guy is who you have as a hot guy in your game of the week, Ooh, Nico yeah. Collins. Yep. He was at Michigan when I did a project all or nothing for Amazon with Michigan. He was a freshman then, and he would he would climb the ladder, go get balls. You're like, this kid's going to be good. And it's taken mm-hmm. him a little bit, and I think some of it is he hasn't been on a good team or had a good quarterback. But in games like this, I like him, and he's cheap, 4,800. My other guy, played him last week, Josh Reynolds. Ooh, Detroit. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Ra-Ra is going to get his touches, probably get his points, but – Detroit spreads it around. Goff throws that ball around. And at 3,700, worth a shot. It's game of the week. Now, come on now. That's nice. That's nice. I love me some Josh Reynolds. He was involved, dude. Yeah. He was involved heavily. And I think you got to take advantage of it before Jameis Williams gets back. Yeah, that's nice. All right. I'm going to give you a defense. I don't know if you guys have looked. The Jets, 2,700 on the road. Mr. Mister INT, you bet your bottom right. dollar. Look what, they, look what they did to Josh Allen. That's what I'm saying. That defense travels down there at 2,700. I'm just saying. Like, that. that is, oh, there you go, Vital Gonzo Gore. I like that. He's He is a deep threat. For sure, he's got a lot of, of uh most. I, th- I can't remember the percentage of his passes that he caught that were downfield. It was something like fifty or six. It was something crazy. But I'm telling you right now, Jets defense. I'm just throwing that out there. All right, Dylan, go ahead. All right, so I took the running backs because the tight ends weren't very fun, and Butch P isn't here. So um, <laughs> I did more research on the running backs because the tight ends kind of let me down last week. Uh. I'm going to go with number one, 
He's eight thousand, so he's expensive. But I'm going with Saquon. Uh, I think he's going to have a bounce back game. He's not playing the Dallas D. In fact, he's playing against the Cardinals D, which I think that 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 franchise is kind of like only playing for a draft pick at this point. I'm trying to figure out where they have. You got Josh Dobbs as a quarterback, and you're, you're wondering what's going on. So I think that this is Saquon's going to have one of his. 120 plus games. Uh, they also gave up 122, or no. So my other guy is Algier for Atlanta against Green yes. Bay. Um, yep. So going into, and this is what I was talking about earlier with Bijan. Bijan is going to be that flex guy. I think he got targeted six times, but he only got 10 carries. Uh, hmm. Algier is the ground and pound in for Atlanta. He got five more carries, and he still got, I think, it was either three or four targets. So when it, but when it gets into that red zone, well, really inside the ten, I, I just see they're going to stick to that run game right now. I think that they ran it what, thirty some times uh, on Sunday. So uh, yeah, Algier and Saquon, my running back picks. They are going to. They are they are going to use Saquon for sure. They're not going to have another. It's either going to be Danny Dimes running it or it's going to be Saquon running it for sure. Do they get any good ball out of Danny Dimes' hands? Yeah, that that is absolutely. Hey, I, I, was, I can jump in and do a tight end right quick if you want. Dude, yes, I was looking through those two. And I'll do it, but and I'm just going to say this because they are my team. Look for Kincaid this week because, like you like you said, like Diggs is their only option. Ooh. Diggs is their only option on the short routes because Gabe Davis is just going long. So I think they're going to use Kincaid more this week on hitches, slants, you know, quick, or maybe a tight end screen or something, something that just get them some targets, you know, move the chains. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to push again. I'm going to say that – I'm going to say Dallas Knox is going to get more targets. Dawson. Yeah, Dawson. Dawson. I think it's right, Dawson. Yeah, it's Dawson. It is. It's Dawson. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there you go. Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Puka, Nico Collins, Josh Reynolds. Who's the uh, the Jets' defense? Because bet your bottom dollar nobody's playing them. <laughs> that ownership might be low. Uh, and then Algier, and then Saquon. Uh, were you two running backs, and then we had Kincaid as our is the tight end. Another another tight end I was going to throw out there, uh, just for gits and shiggles. Um, <laughs> uh, throw yourself a little uh, Irv Smith. No, no, I won't. I will never drink Irv Smith Kool Aid. <laughs> Mr. Butterfingers, man. I'm just saying, dude, when, when Joe Burrow goes off. So, all right, there you go. So that's that's Thursday and Sunday, and we're going to put these. I'll screenshot these and get the pictures and put up put up our stuff on uh, on the Twitter. So be looking for that about. And then you can roast us, or we can laugh in everybody's faces. Ooh, Gerald Everett. I, I see Vital Gonzo Gore. Yeah, I like Gerald Everett there. Um, Ingram from Jacksonville. Mm, yes, and Darren Waller. Darren Waller's—he's hurt. He's got a hitch. I'm not going to trust him. He's hurt. 
you maybe. can you can I, what I was gonna say is you can you can maybe play Bellinger. Huh. Tight end for the Giants back up. But everybody's if somebody's hurt, people are gonna flock to those like the tight end for Denver's gone. He's yeah. out. So people are gonna be playing Adam Troutman. Yeah. That's a you know leverage. All right. Miami at New England, two and a half line or two and a half spread over under forty six and a half. So <clears throat> not much to say about that. This a divisional game. Like I don't think Miami's going to do what they did Defense. last week. Defense, hundred uh, percent. I think. Well, I, I again, I think the opposite. I believe that Tua is going to throw for three hundred plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prime time game. We just said the defense had a touchdown in every prime time game. That's stupid. Um. All right. NFL news. Oh yeah, you got go through some of those. You got some cool stuff. Real quick, Jayba, I know you wrote some of those. Yeah, I was just writing stuff throughout the weekend. Niners got a new boombox guy for the first time. Hey, let's go, baby. Their walkout boombox holder is a new guy this week. So I was, I, you know, I wrote it down because if they would have slipped, I would have thought about my first off. question. <laughs> hey, can he handle being the DJ? That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is. Burrow got paid and stunk, which we talked about. Yep. Interesting fact for this week, though. Purdy versus Stafford. Oh, I like this. First time ever a number one pick has played Mr. Irrelevant. Quarterback. Number one quarterback versus Mr. Irrelevant. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. So, interesting tidbit about that game. Also, dealing with number one overall picks. I wrote this down because I thought... I thought that the Panthers were going to upset the Falcons. Bryce Young would have been the first number one quarterback to win his first game since David Carr in 2002. David Carr. So no first overall picked quarterback has won their first game since 2002, over 20 years. That's wild. But where do you find these like Reddit or did you just was was, no. was David Carr was it with the yeah, Panthers? Was that his first thing? It was Houston. Houston. Houston Texans. I think he was their first pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh um, guys. Another one, I wrote this wrong. The Packers actually lose two in this Aaron Rodgers injury. Cause they only get a second round pick now. Because he's not gonna play in sixty five percent of the games. And he was oh. guaranteed seventy eight million. You know what the Packers should do is take a wide receiver with a pick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Oh jeez, I wrote this one. Shannon, Shannon Sharp, and Stephen A. Have y'all seen this? Uh-uh. No, I know that, calling that, him, that's a, he keeps calling him Skip on on air. <laughs> he went now Skip, and then he just put his head down and went. <laughs> And like man, hung his head for like ten seconds, like this. And Stephen A is going, "It's okay, it's okay." Seven and a half years you spent with that man, and like gave him like a he 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 kept calling him Skip on there. That's hilarious. That's the only oh. way they're going to argue. They have the same opinions. I know they're both used to yelling a Skip, but Stephen A is on the defense. Don't worry, he's been taken to Twitter. So, um. Two Monday night football games. Usually it's on week one, which I thought was weird. Hey, they didn't want to take it away from the Bills Jets. Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Well, all right. Let's get into uh get into some out there. You just hit that hit that thing. 
How dare you? How dare you? How dare me? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, sir? You're gross. How dare you? How dare yous? This segment's brought to you by Really Neat Outfitters. You can see it on my hat. We're going to have shirts and all kinds of things coming out. Promo code GOATS. Spend $60, get free shipping, 10% off your order at checkout. At Real Neat Outfitters, our passions are family, salty air and smiles, coastal flair, Carolina roots make our designs as original as every DraftKings lineup we make and ultimately lose with. But not this week. We're going to win the Millie. How dare you? J-Vi. I've been hammering on it all show. And as I said, I'm still going to ride with him because he's my quarterback. But my how dare you this week, Josh Allen. Get him. My, and it's not about the game. It's about <laughs> after the game. When you come to the press conference and you say, I just got to get better. I got to protect the ball. I know it's me. But you still don't fix it. So how dare you? For leading us on. We need some proof in the pudding. We want to be able to trust you again. We know you can do it. So let's see it. Mm. Put your money where your designer tights are. Mm. <laughs> All right. Here's mine. How dare you? Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott, have to go under anesthesia to get a leg tattoo for like six hours. If that's not the most I'm not a dude move ever, you don't deserve the tattoo. I'm sorry. I mean, you got a leg sleeve. I mean, you ba- you should have just gotten like Josh Allen did and get some designer leg tattoos on your legs. Okay. Like you can't you get can't go under. Dude, you can't go under for a tattoo. That's not how it Especially works. Especially a leg tattoo. That's the like whole a point of a tattoo. Right. The whole point of a tattoo is to say I endured this because it meant a lot to me. That's all I need to know about. Hey, man. That's all I need to know about your quarterback, Dallas Cowboys fans. He's not. He's not willing to risk it. He's not. He's not all in. He's not. What is he willing to give up? He's not taking the stairs because he's asleep. He's got a leg tattoo. I don't care about a leg tattoo, but you can't go to sleep during a leg tattoo. All right, Dylan. My how dare you goes out to, and I'm not going to generalize it to every Georgia high school football program, but uh, my daughter goes to a high school. It's got about 2,400 students, so it's a big high school in Georgia. Um, the football team is well-funded training facility and everything so a couple things one i would expect at a school like this i went to my first high school football game that my daughter wanted to go and watch uh this past friday first time i've been to one in 18 years and we go and they've got a jumbotron uh the school mascot is the raiders so they actually have a uh pirate ship with a real confederate cannon um that is big enough for all sorts of little kids to play on but the stadium was probably at like 40 percent field and i remember when we were in high school it was full on both sides so you could have probably taken the visitor section 
and the East Paulding section and put them together, and it still would not have equated to how many people we would have at a small town high school game in North Carolina. So that's one. But the bigger thing is they now have rules and cops there to enforce the rules that the students cannot be under the bleachers or loitering. They have to be in line at a concession stand or at a bathroom. And it is heavily enforced. And I was there and I'm thinking when I was in the sixth or seventh grade, I don't know, back in my day, the only reason that we would go to a high school football game was to hang out with our friends under the bleachers. Yep. And, and now these kids cannot even do that. Like, can you not remember, like, in sixth or seventh grade, you get a girlfriend, you break up with her in the third quarter, and then you get a new girlfriend. <laughs> that was part going through school. And this is a problem with our kids today. They can't <laughs> even hang out. And to the point, like... They can't get girlfriends. Have these rules posted all around the stadium and the cops at every entrance to the bleachers will sit there and, Hey, rule three and point to it. That says no loitering. All students must be. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Wow. It's not like it's a safe. Well, they claim that it's a safety thing, but there's not enough people there for it to be unsafe. Wow. That's a good one. So how dare you East Paulding high school recreation? I don't know what they are, but ridiculous rules. You are taking away part of the social aspect of high school football games. Dude, for real. That's, that's a shame. That's tragic to hear. Like you said, that was a big bonding. Yeah. Jay, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Dude, you were like, you know, how's it reading? Dude, that's those are good out there. Butch P had one from the Rafters. The the Raiders had first and goal at the one and never handed it to Jacobs the ball. NFL on the business side for the RBs. So he's how daring the NFL because it ruined probably his DraftKings. Dude, that's the Raiders MO. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy G, dude. You didn't need to throw it. Okay. College football big three and our college football playoff bracket. Don't sleep on them game real quick. South Carolina, UGA. UGA has not looked very good. I'm just saying. South, South Carolina, Carolina did not either. Yeah, they do. They haven't either. So two bad SEC teams. SEC continues to get dog walked in the, in every non-conference versus a power five opponent. They're like this, one in five now. That game, that game right there, though, is a game that my wife always brings up because she went to UGA. And she said, it didn't matter how good we were, number one team in the country, we always lost to USC. I remember that game in, at uh, whenever we were at App. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey, football guys. My game with, with that dog in it is Virginia Tech and Rutgers. Rutgers is 2-0. Could be 3-0 when they play Michigan next week. Mike so Salani? Ruck, Rutgers is going to be, let's put a D on that game. Dog. Okay. So Rutgers could be 3-0 playing Michigan. And then my playoff model jump is BYU at Arkansas. Arkansas wins, we'll throw an SEC school in the top, in the top uh top in the top four. Go ahead, Jay Bye. 
Oh, you so, had that one too. Yeah, so your playoff model game is my don't sleep on them game. And I think a lot. I think both these teams get overlooked in early in the season, but both of them have won their last five games. They're both rolling, and Arkansas is really good in the early season. Then when they get deep in the SEC play, they start falling off just because I don't think their depth's there yet. Yeah, but quarterback. That's my like don't sleep on them. my game that has that dog in them. <laughs> Georgia State, UNCC, and I picked that because both coaches. Our dogs. Oh. You got Sean Elliott, crazy. You got, what's his name? The new coach at UNCC? Higby? Biff. 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 Yeah. Sounds crazy. So that's that game that doesn't have that dog in him because I don't think either coach is going to let their team walk off the field losing. Yep. Hey, how many games has Charlotte won this year? Have they won any? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter. So the question. making that statement. Like, <laughs> that's I don't not care. the question, no. dude. No, I'm I'm wondering because he this is a coach that went on and said, "What I don't care or watch us, we'll win every game or something along the lines." He was sitting there talking trash. Yeah, I think they got got chip on the shoulder. I think they got text phoning in. Go ahead, calling you all from South Texas, below San Antonio. But below South Texas, that's as far south as deep South Texas. Texas is all the way back, all over the state. <laughs> I've been witnessing it. I've been seeing it. I've been hearing it. Texas is back. We need proof. Texas, Nothing you for, can do for about some it reason. or say to convince me otherwise. We're going to show up our playoff model here in a second. They made it into the top six. Mm. AKA is showing the screen, and it has a different international yeah, color. Nice. Are you calling us from Mexico? And so my playoff model jump, Michigan State, Washington. I think Washington needs a big win here. That way you can fit four pack 12 teams in your playoff model. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Washington's the pack 12. It's like eight teams in the top 25. Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm going to piggyback, and this was unintentional, the same exact thing. Your playoff model jump was my don't sleep on them because Michigan State's undefeated as well. With no coach now. Yeah. yeah, nah, nah, nah. But <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get don't into sleep that. On, don't, sleep on the, yeah, don't sleep on the Spartans. Uh, Win it for coach, one. though. That's right. Everybody, hey, Jeff Saturday. Prove a proof point, yep. <laughs> Here where we go. The game with the dog in it. All right. And I'm I'm glad y'all didn't cover oh. it. The battle of the borders. Let's go. Real. Bad. All right. East Carolina. The Rock. And App State. So the only thing that would make this any better is if it was like the end of November and it was negative two wind chill. And these beach bums had to come to the Rock to play. Best stadium, by the way. They didn't fill out their allotment. They gave tickets back to us. They did. They said there was a purple wave coming until they went 0-2, and they know they're about to get absolutely mollywopped because App State should have won that game in UNC. We didn't even talk about that. but my gosh. Isn't that two years in a row? Two yeah, years in a row. three years. Yeah. Three years in a row, it's been a one-score game. Or like two yeah, points. But, yeah. Man, ridiculous. So, but uh, 
so AK used to play hockey and so did Tex uh, with my cousins that yep. went to ECU. So all I ever heard when I went there, or, you know, still in the FCS was, IR D one double A, you can't play with the the big boys and that this ECU pride. So I cannot wait till they come up to get Brewer and just get absolutely stuck in the mouth. Mm. Um so that's my game with dog in it. Playoff model jump. Uh I'm going with Syracuse. So Syracuse win again as we get into it. They now own the orange, hands down. Uh, there is no statistic that can argue that in college football right now. Ooh, yes. Tex, are you listening? You probably are. You might call back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I would If we just go off the purest objective metric, they're undefeated at 2-0. They have scored 113 points and only allowed seven. There are only three other teams in the FBS that have scored more points than they have, and none Woo! of those have a differential like them. And it's like you, USC, Notre Dame, and somebody else. It is not the Longhorns. Woo! Or Clemson, for that matter. Or Yeah, not even Or close. Tennessee. Clemson's not even. That's top. the next poll. Who has the best orange, Syracuse, Ooh. Clemson, Texas, or Tennessee? This year, you got to put this year. Yeah, this year, this year. Oregon State, too, they're ranked. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put up the playoff model here in a second. Let's quickly run through the other relevant sports news. Yeah, so I was reading another article about your packed, beloved Pac-12. Apparently, there's some rule or something in their contracts that if you announce that you're going to move to another conference before it's publicly announced then you're not able to have a say in any Pac-12 agreements or like your games don't count. So Wazoo and Ohio, our Oregon State are suing the Pac-12 to put this into effect. So therefore they would automatically play in the Pac-12 championship game. And one of those two teams would win the Pac-12. <laughs> oh, dude. It apparently was over a zoom call. Cause I know a lot of Oregon state people, a lot of, a lot of Oregon state alum. Yeah, they said there was a Zoom call that got hacked by the Oregon State alum and the Wazoo alum, and they said the Oregon State fans were just screaming "Go Beavs!" like they would take turns interrupting the media and just going "Go Beavs!" <laughs> That's awesome, phenomenal. Oh, Rangers are on the verge of missing the playoffs. In your I was face, hoping text. you were going to touch on that. I'm so glad because all I've heard all year is how awesome they're doing, and they're <laughs> barely on the cusp. Braves clinch today. Hey, yeah, Mariners yeah. are next. Mariners are next. And then I, who put Dion? Dion. I saw Dion tweeted out a picture. It was his son's birthday. And in the picture, he wrote this long comment about him. But then he goes, you're at the top of the children ranking. And he ranked his children <laughs> for everybody to see. So could you imagine? What, like, was, was it in chronological order or no? Because then that makes it fun. That I have no idea. I just saw that he ranked them. If, if it was in chronological, okay, you can get away with it. If if there was one kid that was born later than another one ahead of somebody, uh, you're going to have some internal conflict <laughs> in that house. Hey, put that dog in him, though. Yeah. Put that dog in him. <laughs> you got to be better than your sister. Let's wrap up college football with this. Hey, Vital Gonzo Gore, we all went to App State, by the way. J-Bye and I played there. J-Bye played a little more than I. 
Here is a whole lot college fo- college football playoff bracket. Ooh, updated. Three Look at this. Three ACC teams. Look at that. <laughs> they got three Pac-12 teams. In the <laughs> How much do I hate the SEC? Colorado but still won. They they almost outviewed Texas and Alabama, or they may have. Dude, Notre Dame. Notre Dame at two. Um, oh, ETSU. Hey, we know a guy's a big ETS fan. ETSU. Uh, number three, Syracuse. After all Dylon's stats there, and then number four is USC. And then we did a uh, five and six. Texas with their win over Alabama jumps to um, number five. And then first Duke. One out. Yep, first one. First, first two out. I guess we got to do a first four out. So there you go. There's our college football playoff bracket. We'll get this up. Um, okay, quickly. I think that's a legit bracket. It is. I mean, like, you like can, objectively, you cannot disagree with it. I wanted Vanny to stay in there so bad. I hope they would. I wish they would have beaten me too. Uh, me too. That would have been awesome. So now Arkansas is our next one. We're on the Arkansas hype train. Hey, Memphis is two and zero. By the way, hey, they play tomorrow night at home. <laughs> yeah, against Navy. Against yeah. Navy. Come on, Memphis. So, so if they now. win, it's only home games. So if they win tomorrow, you get to go to the next home game for free. Go if you bought a ticket to the first one. All right, inner squad dad Kings Jamboree. I have no idea who won, but here's the standings. Butch P at 44. Jay, Jay Bye. Oh, we have new standings. No, now. we started over. We started over. Oh. Just all that did. wasted time. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Vibe won on Monday. Oh, there it is. I yeah, won on right. Yeah. The hell is this? Anyways. I can't find the league. Whatever. You want to know who didn't even score 20 oh, points on Monday night in the showdown? Look, the there's guy, been four. The guy there's, Aaron Rodgers. There's been okay, four contests. Butch has won two, and I've won two. There you go. So there you go. Two and two. We're starting off the season. All right, that's it. This was a long one. We had a lot to cover because we didn't have a first show on Sunday. Um, but hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, recommend our show to a friend. Um, recommend our show to your friends' friends, your family. Uh comment on our website uh follow us on youtube rumble the millie goats twitter at millie goats instagram at the millie goats website and blog the millie goats i go sites.com our peril at www.raeo.live be looking for merch there subscribe rate leave a review it helps us out a bunch we would do the same for you we got to play some outro music here it's got to be the only one that that matters there it is hey crank that thing that volume up. Crank all the way. We will see you Sunday. Kurt, tomorrow night. Everybody watch. JJ, Jordan Addison.